back. Oh. Cover. Let the boot drop. Oh, yeah, baby. It's Friday, and it's time to talk some sports. It's Micah, and it's Brad. What's Gucci? What's up, Micah? Brad, it's great to hear you. And guess what? Guess who else is here? Mr. High and Tight himself. Mr. Titan High. Elgar's. Elgar's in the building, baby. What's Gucci, my dude? Gucci is. It's Friday. Ready to uh, get this potty done and get a little drinking done. Sounds good to me. Well, before we get into today's podcast, this is a very exciting podcast. We're going to talk NBA hoops. We're going to talk uh, a little buttercut update on the PGA Tournament uh, Championship. El Garz is here to talk baseball. Uh, we're going to talk about a little UFC. We'll even talk a little Game of Thrones gambling odds. This is going to be a good one. A real hodgepodge. We should also mention Peter, the Irish guy, is out today with a strep throat, and we don't want to be around him at all. Him and Garz partied really hard last Wednesday, and I don't think he... You ever made it back from that? You know, I, I think that could be the actual. Culprit. I'm pretty sure. Didn't y'all go to like uh, what was it, Chappelle or something? Yeah, we went. to You see partied Chappelle. so far, so hard, he got an infectious disease. Yes, that's happened. It won't be the first time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's mostly how you get infectious diseases. Is it certainly stems from a hard night out? I'll tell you that. Well, that it's too bad. We're Pete uh, T's and P's. We're hoping to see you next week. Uh, quick uh, programming note: We'll be back next week, of course, with more backdoor cover. Uh, Mind of Micah is stacked right now, including an episode about the draft lottery with my girlfriend that we uh, released yesterday. You need uh, to start calling her your fiance, you dummy. The fiance, that's right. I, I you forget. You get in trouble. Yeah, I thought you were talking about somebody She's else. She's known like... to me as <laughs> Boo Boo. That's not funny. Uh, known as some t- as the Bucky's Bandit, whatever. She is back. Uh, she knows nothing about the draft lottery other than I made her watch it, and then we we talked about it. It was a really fascinating story. I She's think a good enjoy guest. It. Yes. And uh, coming up soon next week, we will have a Read of the Week fe- featuring Elgars and myself. We're going to talk about Tiger. Oh, I'm excited about and this. And the night that it all went wrong, oh. Thanksgiving night. Just wow. It's crashing You're going to love down. it. So check. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to Mind of Micah, please do. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk some hoops last night. The Warriors win game two. 114-111. Uh, Portland led by 15 at half, 17 points in the third quarter, and, and they led by eight points with four and a half minutes to go, and uh, the Warriors stomped them out down the stretch. What Brad. were y'all's thoughts watching this? Bradley, what do you got? Well, I mean, my first thought is you look at the box score, you look at that third quarter where uh, Golden State outscored them 39-24, that kind of output is just kind of, it's classic Golden State. It, you go back through kind of the history of this franchise the last four years of when they've been like really great. Those types of quarters are kind of what really like highlights and identifies them as like a, as a, as a unit. And so it's kind of interesting to see them do that without Kevin Durant and against a Portland Trailblazers team that really had to come out and make a statement, which that's the other thing I was kind of thinking about this is that Portland was so flat in game one, like they were so underwhelming that I thought that this shit was over. Like I thought they were going to get blown out the, out the water the whole whole series. It was refreshing and kind of nice to see them come out and really like slug it with Golden State. They totally dropped the ball here. Golden State got away with one. Uh, but at least the Trailblazers came in and like played 
respectively the blew it. They blew Just it. Say it. So but, you, you think they're counting moral victories now? Like, hey, we, we were leading Oh, they most were respectful. The yeah, they played a respectful game. They're trash. It's they better than it. getting ran off the court like they did in game one. Uh, game one was embarrassing. Much better. I don't know. Yeah, L- it counts hey, a fucking L. L's are L's, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm with El Gars here. Uh, when you lead by 15 and a half on the road and eight with four and a half minutes to go, you got you to gotta close that. Seriously, they were up eight points after they gave up 39 in the third. So that's rough. Steph scored 37. Uh, the Dubs are 31 and four when he goes for 30 points or more in the playoffs since he's been a since he's been a Warrior. So that's pretty good. Uh, and uh, they were just fucking deadly. You talked about the third quarter. They do that thing that they do where they just come out and stomp you and put up a 13-0 run and before you can blink. Uh, they're more dangerous even without KD than any team in the history of basketball. The way they can go on those quick runs. I is, think. is KD still out? Yes. Yeah. No, uh, full the, full the, disclosure: I didn't watch one second of this. It's okay. okay we know that everyone knows that Elgaris isn't a big basketball guy. You I'm, were you were trolling the channels for the chain of the week. Like you had other things to do. Uh, yeah, I was, that's right. More important things. Uh, a couple notes. Yeah, KD has been ruled out for games three and four. Steve Kerr says the injury is worse than first suspected. Uh, I don't know what that means, but that's yeah, no KD. It looks like for the foreseeable future. Okay, so how many championships did they win before KD arrived? Two. Okay, I think they'll be all right. And they won 73 games the without year, him. Yeah, the year the before most he got there. The most in a regular season of all time. More than Jordan's Bulls, it's did 72. So, yeah, they're all right. Yeah, Kerr, said that, uh, Kerr also said they just stole the game last night. They were lucky to win. Seth Curry went for 16 uh, and played very well. His parents got a lot of airtime, including his very attractive mother. His dad was wearing a two-sided so, jersey that once half was uh, Portland half was Golden State. Yeah, so was his mom. They, yeah. they wore him think, differently. Uh, do you think people go up to Seth Curry and they're like, Steph Curry? And no. he says, oh, I'm Seth. And they go, oh, and they just walk away. No, like, he's so ugly too. He does, he's, not, he's the worst looking of the Currys, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's, yeah like, that's you, a tough spot to be better. in. Right? Yeah. yeah, you're not as good, but you're better looking, so you have that going for right. you. Right, he doesn't even have that. Uh, but he did play well last yeah, night. Yeah, he's he just had a professional 16. basketball player. Poor guy. Well, and he played well down the straight. He got big minutes and closed the game. He played uh, great. At one, with two minutes to go, uh, Steph went to the line, and Seth walked up to him and, and whispered after the first make and said, that's 70 in a row to try and get in his head. Steph then broke his routine, looked over at his brother, and said he knew what his brother was up to and said, I was just trying to get in his head and jinx him, Seth said. And then he said, he looked over at me and said, okay, now it's going to be 72. And then he made them both. Ice so cold. hard to get in that fucker's head. Yeah. Uh, big shouts to, I mean, he's he's proving what a great player he is. He's the, one of the greatest shooters of all time. It's just not like, it's, there's no argument. He's amazing. He has the most he's amazing the hand-eye coordination yeah. I think I've ever seen. So, yeah. We've got Boy game, got a stroke. Uh, Wetty. game two in the yeah, East. he's wet. Tonight, uh, this is, uh, yeah, game two, Toronto at Milwaukee. Uh, game is at 7.30 Central Time, 8.30 Eastern. So, Micah, I did actually catch the last six minutes of this game one. Yes. Where uh, the Raptors were up, I believe, about six points at this point, and then they just got gassed. Everyone had been on the court for about 40 minutes. Brooke Lopez just was just blasting threes from, like, lights out. Half court. This dude's seven feet tall. And he went off for 29 you know points. They're calling him Splash Mountain now. Yeah, I love that. It's so gangster. <laughs> he, he, him and his uh, weird twin brother have like a weird fascination with Disney. Do you know any? Do you have, have you any? seen that commercial of his brother mapping out like drawings for, you know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen this. Yeah, it's bizarre. And that, now that makes so much sense. Yeah, no, like they're, they're supposedly like total Disney super fans. 
And since he shoots threes now, they're calling him Splash Mountain because he's tall. That's, that's not very cool. good. That oh, that's that's, that's awesome. Do you know Splash any, Mountain's tight, but yeah, being Mountain. a Disney freak, not yeah, very cool as an adult male. Do you know any dudes that are like in their 30s that are just like super into Disney? Because I used to work with a guy like that. And I really? thought it was fucking weird. And like my girlfriend, she has people in her life that are like that, like cousins and shit. And she doesn't think it's weird at all. In what capacity yeah. was he obsessed with what, Disney? Yeah, what does like, super did you into know Disney that? mean? Like, did he, he have like Aladdin posters at his no, office? No, like he would go to Disneyland or okay. World or wherever, like by himself on vacation. That's weird. Like a grown man. Dressing mm. up as Harry Potter and shit? I mean, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Shit's weird to me. It weirds me the fuck out. So uh, I've, I've been to Disney World okay. one time. I was... 20. Is that the one in California what? You or went Florida? as a 20-year-old? Was it for baseball? No, it was, it was for you, fun. I was with, with my it? girlfriend at the time. Uh-huh. And we had a blast. Yeah? We had a blast. We were just drinking at the, the what, cafe around the world, riding roller coasters. You got lit up at a, a children's theme park? Oh, got lit. I guess that's, that's the only what, way you That's can what go. everyone does. Yeah. Oh, what do you think the parents are doing? They're fucking yeah, no, apparently people get real fucked up there. Yeah, they do. It's it's pretty fun. My like, friend... Uh, sounds I, like I, a really dangerous place to take children. I have a friend that went there when she was a kid with her grandfather... And her grandfather was like, had fought in World War II or some shit. And he got real drunk at like the Germany thing. Or he like stood, he refused to go to the Germany portion of the drink around the world. <laughs> and he was just like throwing the burden, like saying, fuck you and screaming at him. And she that was like, and she was like, six. she was like, this is weird. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. That'll make him like, if that. you're going to embarrass yourself in public, you might as well just go all the in. Greatest, greatest generation for a reason. That, hey, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, anyway, to, did you see uh, Milwaukee, by the way, is a six and a half point favorite at home tonight after winning game one. Uh, did you see the crowds after the game where uh, inside the NBA was like broadcasting? The Deer District was lit. People were going fucking bananas and they were just chanting Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Which is a weird thing to chant. I it's guess, actually pronounced Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, they only were only doing three syllables, but they should have done Five, four, whatever. Uh, and then... Uh, the Deer Shaq, District is dumb. That Shaq is a dumb name. jumping up and down with, like, in the crowd and screaming, Charles sucks, Charles sucks. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, inside the NBA was really uh, one of its best ever. They At the end of the episode, they talked about, like, some of the, the landmarks and the things that Milwaukee is most famous for. And they, like, did trivia about Milwaukee. And then they were like, in uh, April... April 21st, 1994, this event happened. And then they threw up Chuck's mugshot. And he <laughs> told the whole story about how he beat up two, uh, two bodybuilders. And it was a whole thing. It was pretty funny. Chuck beat up Milwaukee and bodybuilders in April of 1994? Yeah, it was, it was back in the day. It's a great mugshot. <laughs> like, the shirt that he's wearing is really one of the best. Anyway. Is it him versus Godzilla? That was my favorite shirt ever made. Chuck versus Godzilla, you know what I'm talking about? You know, I do, yeah. You know yeah. Chuck gets his, his drink on pre-broadcast. Are you sure about that? Yes, this has been documented. This is documented? Yes, this was in a, a, a HBO Real Sports. Oh. oh, I didn't know this. This yeah, insider information. They were asking him about his... Oh, he's wearing Ooh, like a Hawaiian shirt. swag his, is his, what uh, I believe the kids call that. Here. Oh, hell yeah. Or drip. Yeah, he's dripping too hard. Yeah, he, well, he was dripping too hard. Yeah, no, it was an HBO Real Sports years ago. The fucking 90s were great. Talking about his gambling and his drinking and you yeah. know, he drink pre-broadcast. And he's like, yeah, I'll have a few drinks, so what? <laughs> I guess you got to take the edge off when you're putting $100,000 bets on. I actually read a long piece from like GQ or Esquire or some shit yesterday from 94 about Chuck. And it was uh, was wildly, wildly entertaining. But anyway, in in more important news, uh, they are a six and a half point favorite at home tonight. Do you guys have any picks? I like Milwaukee again. I I think that they defend the home court. 
Um, they honestly they they shouldn't have won game one. They were they were getting whipped pretty much the whole game, and in the fourth quarter they outscored uh, Toronto thirty two seventeen. Basically doubled their score their output. So like they kind of got away with it in game one, and they had a big big like outpouring from Splash Mountain himself. But uh, I th- yeah I think they uh, I think that they still defend their home court advantage, and I think that uh, Antetokounmpo is just uh, he's too much. He's too good. He went for twenty four fourteen and ten. Uh, I'm sorry, 24-14 boards, six assists uh, in game one. I think he does that again. Oh, the Raptors are right in it till the end. Right. And I think they win game two and then go on to win the NBA championship, as yeah, I you predicted said several weeks earlier, ago. So. Wow, bold. All right, so that's it for hoops. Uh, let's move on a little bit. Brad, there's a there's a golf major going on. Correct. The PGA Championship. We talked about it. If you want to hear the entire preview, Brad did a standalone podcast called The Butter Cut, which aired on this feed on Wednesday. You should check that out if you're uh, into it. There's still very apple book, apple pop up up applicable. I think is yeah, what that's you're what going I'm for. looking for. Sure. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what's going on after day one. After day one. So before we even do that, we're going to be doing a couple more episodes like this week's Buttercut on Backdoor Cover. We're going to preview a couple tournaments. We're going to recap a couple tournaments, kind of like standalone episodes as we build up to the Open Championship in July. That's when we're going to launch the Buttercut into its own standalone feed. Just a quick programming note there. Thank For the you. tournament, after round one, your leader, Brooks Kepka, the defending champion of the PGA Championship, uh, he shot a bogey-free 63. He beat the field Fuego. average, the field average by ten strokes. The, the field average shot 73, which is three over. Oh, nice! Oh, that's what I'm talking about. These buttons well done, finally Brooks. put into use. Yes, you, thank you. You found a way to make golf interesting to Garza. That's amazing. That was that's the most excited I've ever been during I, a buttercut segment. That was great. Right there. It was a great joke, too. Kepka, over his last nine major championships, Kepka has three victories and has only finished outside of the top 15 one time in nine uh, nine attempts. So he likes likes this course? It's not this course. He likes all courses. He likes the biggest tournaments. So, like, they play at a different course every time. For a white dude who's a pro golfer, Brooks. He shaves his arms and he is jacked as fuck. Garza, you'd really respect him. Yeah, actually, you would appreciate his his biceps. His his demeanor is good. You think he's more jacked than me? Mm, It's close. He looks just like you. (laughs) All right, well, we'll see. I'll just stand next to him one day. (laughs) In second place, we have Danny Lee. Uh, He shot a 66, which is four under. his score was was kind of fueled by like a brilliant putting performance. Uh, he didn't miss a putt inside of 15 feet. He only took 21 total putts on the round. I don't expect that to continue. This is his best round in, in his. Uh, Can you imagine how much fun golf would be if you never missed a putt inside of 15 feet? Or if you only took 21 over 18 holes? Like Fuck. that's insane. Would be a good game. You could just basically. Well, I mean, and then if you just spray it all over the course like you do, I don't. I think you'd still be unhappy. But anyhow, no. I, if I could make everything inside of fifteen feet, even I'd be happy. Yeah, but you'd still have to get there. Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm going to be a fucking pro, Garth. I'm just saying <laughs> it would make the game much more enjoyable. In third, we have Tommy Fleetwood. He shot sixty-seven at three under. I like Tommy Fleetwood. He I do. believe he was my pick. I believe he was one of your picks as he well. He was my pick to win this tournament. It was the third. one thing that you contributed to the Buttercut that day. Thank you. You were very nice. Uh, Where's Tiger? Tiger, where he's at two over, but I'm going to get to him. So we're in, sitting in fourth. Last week's uh, winner of the AT&T, Byron Nelson, Sung Kang, shot an opening round of 68. Oh, he's hot. After that, tied ninth at 69, shooting 69. 
Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Jason Day, Patrick Cantlay, Siwoo Kim, and Matt Wallace. Nice. All of them shot one under 69. So they're all, um, what does that make him? Six off the pace, six off the lead, Brooks Kepka. Uh, at 70, 23 players are tied for 17th at even par 70. We've got Tony Finau, Justin Rose, Daniel Berger, Hideki Matsuyama, Xander Shoffley, uh, there's a shitload. Okay. It's, it's so really bunched let's up. Let's talk a little bit more about Tiger. He is actually my next note, so thank you for uh, leading into that. Tiger shot two over 72. Uh, he had like a really up and down day. He started start with, with double, double bogey. Yeah. He had two double bogeys on the day. He had three bogeys on the day. He had three birdies on the day, and he had an eagle. So like he basically hit every tier of the spectrum of ups and downs of what you could experience over a round. Uh, of other notable characters here we've got john daly he shot fat ass he shot a five over 75 in round one he's actually already finished round two he shot a six over 76 putting him at 11 over for the week that's probably pretty good for daly yeah no he's probably pissed and he is headed for oh he can't be pissed you don't think so? He can't walk. Yeah he's he's riding in a car to walk if you're gonna put your if you're gonna make yourself exposed to that kind of criticism and then you shoot 11 over par on over two days, you got to be fucking pissed off. He's a professional golfer. You know, on a positive daily note, though, he does now have his own alcoholic beverage. He's had that for a while. Oh, that I'm just, I'm just catching up to this. They used to pay us to advertise it back in the day. Oh, did you ever have it? I did. Yeah. Was it good? It's we, okay. don't, we don't like to speak poorly of our advertisers, <laughs> but it was tr- 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 trash. <laughs> We used to always have, there's one dude, uh, Peter Hart, who used to come in and do the Dadgum podcast. Right. He used to always drink one, like no matter the time of day. So it was like noon and he like was doing a dad podcast. Sometimes we do it at 9 a.m. and sometimes we do it at noon. Sometimes we do it at like 4. And like the first time it was like 4 in the afternoon on a Thursday. Like, That's respectful. He's like, can I have a John Daly? I'm like, yeah, no problem. And then <laughs> the next time he's like, well, I got to have a John Daly. I was like, it's 9 a.m. on Tuesday, <laughs> psycho. And you're going to talk about what a great parent you are. And then go pick your kid up, take him to lunch. I, Anyhow, I don't know about that, but yeah. I know. Uh, those John Daly's are disgusting. Well, John Daly is headed for a big fat missed cut, missed no, weekend. Still getting them checks. He's going to have a weekend filled of cigs and Diet Cokes off the court. Off the course, I and should Hooters. say. And Hooters. Oh, and Hooters. He's probably selling merch out of his trunk right now. Well, that's uh, that's good. Thank you for that update, Brad. Any, any other notes you have? That's it. Thank you, guys. You're Appreciate welcome. It. Well, guess what? Now it's time for the segment we've all been waiting for. Let's go. It's time for the baseball the baseball segment with Elgar. It's called Titan High. Oh, it's tight yeah, and high. It's time baby. for Titan High. And it's about to get with fucking tight and high in here. What <sighs> you got this back. week? Glad to be back. Well, no. you know, I, I got a lot of stuff. Um, the people love Titan High, by the way. Is it? Are we getting any calls about it? No, nobody's calling. Oh, okay. But the the listens are through the roof yeah, this, when you when your appearances happen. Analytics back you. Analytics, analytics say that you're good. You so go. if you're a numbers guy, Moneyball baby. I'm not. But. I want to talk about some uh, top rookies we got going on in the league right now. Let's talk about the youth. So we all know Astros draped up, dripped out. That's my squad, right? Okay. But the other team that I'm really excited about and I really like to watch, the Atlanta Braves. You you touched on them because of the chain of the week last week, That's I right. think. So tell us a little well, bit more. Well, that was Acuna. Yes. And he's a chain game. But he's part of the squad, right? He is part of the definitely part. So they have. I was hoping you were going to talk about Megan the Stallion. When you were talking about rookies from Houston, but we'll we won't worry about that. Who the fuck's Megan the Stallion? I'm Man, you guys just don't keep your ear to the street anymore, do you? She's a rapper. Yeah, I actually heard a song of hers today. Yeah, she's going she's going big. 
Is it good? She she doesn't sound like a Megan on the mic. She's she's actually got skills. Yeah, Megan the Stallion, and the is spelled with two e's. Yeah, I'm not a big female rapper guy. Yeah. Yeah, they all kind of annoy me. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, continue with, oh, sorry. with uh, yeah, back. the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves. They. Oh, I told you I was making a bold prediction today. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Braves are your 2022 World Series champion. How far are we into the season right now? First quarter. First quarter. We're a quarter in, and Elgar's making bold predictions. Your 2020. This is like the Sports uh, Illustrated cover in 2014. Uh huh. Calling the Astros are 2017 World Series champions. You heard it. You heard it here first on Titan wow. High. Wow! I like how you just wow. compared yourself to Sports Illustrated. I mean, I, can, I think I you're better than them. Above, so yeah, let's go. If, if the options there, I'm better. So Mike Sororkin, rookie pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, 21 year old Canuck, and he has allowed one run or fewer in his first six starts of the season. All right. There's only been one other player in the history of the game, 21 years or younger, to do that in the live ball era. Do we have any guesses? What's a live ball era? When they twenty. Yeah, they changed the ball. I mean, it's okay, just I got you. Made out of freaking yarn. Okay. Micah, any guesses? Max Scherzer, maybe? 21 and younger. He was older. Oh, yeah. yeah he played at Mizzou for three years. But I got uh, nothing. I don't know. Fernando Valenzuela. Ooh, that's a blast from the past. Yeah. Wow. Fernando Valenzuela in 81 is the only other pitcher to do this. So he's doing, this, my kid's doing big things. You said he was a Canuck? What from, is that? From Canada. Oh, Canadian. I got you. Yeah. I'm with you now. He's Sorry. Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you now. I just, I was like, what is he saying here? Okay. Let's, uh, number let's... two, Chris Paddock. Big time pitcher. Austin, Texas native. Is that right? That is correct. Austin, Texas native. He is six. Four six five. Oh, he's a big boy. One ninety five with the Padres throws Ched and just strikes guys out. He's got forty nine Ks and forty five innings pitched. Damn! I know you don't know much about baseball. If you got, I know what a more, K is. more strikeouts than innings pitched, you're doing something. That's good. pretty good, huh? Yeah. And so go back to the Braves. They just called up this kid, Austin Riley, who is playing left. He's a third baseman traditionally, but he's playing left field for him. Homered in his second at bat. And he hit 360 with 10 home runs in the month of May for AAA. So they got, they just keep calling him up. They got this farm system that is tight. Damn. Young players are going to, 2022, listen to me now. Um, <laughs> then I want to talk about who's hot, okay? All right. Cody Bellinger, still hot. Still? Still. The guy at LA? Oh, yeah. Crushing balls, crushing ass, like I say. Man, that guy's to get tiring, all that ass crushing. I, I bet he doesn't. He's a young kid. He's got the stamina. That's He's true. got the energy for it. Truth, truth. He's still, uh, what is he, on pace to hit 55 home runs. Damn. Yeah, he's doing good. Kristen Yelich, Pete Davidson lookalike. You ever checked him out? Uh-uh. No. Wow. Is, does he drip with swag? No. He's the opposite of swagoo. <laughs> swagoo. <laughs> yeah. He All is, right. He is the opposite of swagoo. His name's Kristen Yelich. He's kind of like just unassuming, nerdy, hell of a baseball player. He's ripping off to another MVP start. My man, George Springer uh-huh. for the Houston Astros. Okay. Let me uh, <clears throat> let me read you a couple of stats here. Let's hear. Home runs, first with 15. RBI, first with 38. Runs scored, first with 36. OPS, first, 1.052. Total bases, first with 107. That sounds just like Bellinger did last month. Exactly. Damn. How many home runs? How many Springer dingers? 15, 15. said. Jeez. 15. He le- he's leading uh, the AL in most offensive categories. 
And uh, so that takes me to Houston Astros. Just hot as hell. Yeah. Fuego. Number two in the power rankings right now. I think they should be number one. Who's number one currently? Dodgers. Okay. They're still playing good ball. But I got a little stunt. So the Astros are currently riding an eight-game win streak. And only one other team in the league has had an eight-game win streak this season. Okay. Who is it? L.A.? Micah? In the NL or the AL? In the entire league. Both leagues. How about the Dodgers? He, Brad just said that. Wrong. Okay, I, I'm an idiot. Minnesota. Trick question. The Astros. Oh, shit. Oh. They've done it twice. They've done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, yeah, they're playing good ball. They're playing good ball right now. That's, that's our squad. They're the official team of backdoor cover. Goddamn right. So, opposite of who's hot. Who's not. There you go. Who's not. Your boy, Bryce Harper. Uh-oh. Is not playing good ball right now. His hit, bank account's pretty hot still. His bank account's fat, so if I was him, I probably pretty wouldn't thick, care too much. Two C's. Uh, hitting two twenty with fifty seven Ks in forty two games. Mm. That's not good. Not good. So the same as strikeouts. If you got way more Ks than you got, right? So as an offensive player, yes, your strikeout to walk ratio, that's and as a pitcher, that's you, the ratio. you always want. Well, pitcher's opposite, right? You yeah. want a lot more Ks walks. As a hitter. You want you, you want to be as close to even as possible. I got you. Right. So when you're negative, whatever, when those <laughs> guys strike out 200 times a year, they're all negative like 150. Sure. It's not good. Not good at all. Um, also, your boy Jose Ramirez. He is my boy. Yeah, he's tight. I mm. like he's like 5'10", 220, just a little pudgy. That's heft. Oh, yeah. He's a little pud squad. But he finished third in the last two seasons in the AL MVP voting, and he's off to a rough start. Yeah. Hitting 195 currently. Oh, we're still in the not hot. I'm oh, with he, you now. Oh, wait, wait, wait this, this whole segment's not hot. Brad. Okay, I'm with you. You know, he's actually, I do believe Chris Davis now has better uh, offensive statistics than our boy Jose Ramirez. Ouchie. And he started, what, 0-53, something like that? Not good. Marlins, trash. Just as an organization. Generally trash. Total trash. Yeah. And then the Orioles, of course, are still. Oh, yeah. Trash Ola. Micah, we, yeah, we can play, play that video. Let's play this clip, yeah. Uh, this was from a game last night. The Orioles were playing, uh, were, were playing <laughs> Cleveland. Indians. Yeah, in Cleveland. Cleveland was leading 9-7. to seven, Bases loaded, one out in the seventh inning. And then this happens. Jason Kipnis bounces one towards second. They run him back. They don't tag Lindor. They get the out. They say he's safe at first. Now the throw home. They're safe there. They completely botched it. (laughs) I don't know what in the world happened there. But it was clear that Alberto didn't tag Lindor, and then he waited too long. He ran him back. The announcer said, Look, and then he throws it. Kitness beat it out. And then he come home with it. That yeah, basically is, what happened so here is there was a ground ball. There's one out. The bases are loaded. There's a ground ball to the second baseman. Fields it cleanly. It's a routine just, double play. Instead yeah. of just turning to, he runs the runner from first back towards first base. About 10 feet. He runs but then about 10 doesn't feet. tag him <laughs> and then throws the ball to first. And But after the, the hitter had already reached first base, so he's safe there. So in the meantime, he advanced all the runners. The first baseman <laughs> grabs the ball, and he starts running the, the runner who's running towards second base towards second. Then he stops and throws home because the guy who had started the play on second base just ran all the way home and scored a run. That's some T-ball you, shit. You could have literally done anything else than what they did, and they, they would yeah, have they gotten at least one If he, if he did not fielded that ball, it probably would have been better off. 
Yeah, absolutely. Right. They, they scored two runs on a on a ball, <laughs> on a play that was cleanly fielded, a, a cleanly fielded hard ground ball, and 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 scored managed to score zero outs. I mean, if so, least hot. Is yeah, that, that oh yeah okay yeah the least hot Orioles that that's the Orioles season in a nutshell right now. Baltimore. Can I read this from Deadspin one please, time because I please. thought it was very funny here. The Orioles are playing Major League Baseball on notice with a new standard of uselessness never seen before at this level of the sport. That's good, right? The latest example came on Thursday against Cleveland when they put together one of the worst plays in baseball (laughs) history. (laughs) Everything about it was wrong in a way I've never seen baseball be wrong before. Yeah, Really just remarkable. Look up up this clip. Just type Orioles are trash. Like if the the guy just stands there and doesn't do anything. That's you're right. If he would have just... If he just filled in the ball and, and fell down. It, and one run would have scored, and, and they would have recorded no outs, and it still would have been better than what he managed to do. <laughs> so I, I know a couple a couple. Like, this is ago. also a play without an error on it. Yeah, there's no errors. Like, this is, it's it's scored a fielder's choice. Yeah. This is the worst fielder's choice in the history of baseball. That's how you tricked the box score right there. Wasn't good. As our, our friend, uh, Peter, Peter the Irish guy, touched on this a couple potties ago about the Orioles pitching staff yeah. and how bad they are. So they're continuing pace uh-huh. to be... The All time terrific, worst. yeah. So they've given up 89 home runs in Ooh. 42 games. Ooh. And they're on pace for 343 for the full season, which would break the previous record by almost 100 home runs. It sounds like a fun viewership experience. Like you're getting at least two to three homers a game. That's well, true. If, you, if, you, if, if you're going to a ball game <laughs> in Baltimore, you, it sounds quite entertaining. you're going to want to sit in the outfield because you've got a chance to catch a couple. I wonder at what point they just start giving away tickets. Like, because people are going to stop coming because it's just so atrocious. So at some point, and when they do, we should go see the game. Yeah, Canada yeah. Yards is beautiful. If the beautiful Baltimore, if that the Baltimore Orioles want to want to sponsor us, we we're available. We will get on a plane. We could do a live podcast from. We need first class, but we'll we'll get there. <laughs> I like how you've got some standards, I mean, Micah. The thing is, the, the, it's funny though. Like, it's there, it's probably easier to sell five dollar tickets in the outfield because you might catch a home run that is. The hundreds of dollars behind home plate. I just give the away free tickets so people there. come and drink because they're going to be depressed. You could make some money at the bar. Hundred percent. Yeah, just open up. Just hire more bar staff. Yeah, we should right. open some. Yeah, well, or, or maybe we should open a bar in the parking lot. That's a lesson in hotel restaurant management, right there. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, that that's tight and high. Tight and high. Tight and high. You got anything else right for there. us? Oh, I do. So I I want to start a. Uh, Wait, we're not even close to done. There's a chain of the week discussion, surely. Well, hold on. Okay, I'll let you. Let you I'm not going to so take over your. I'm going to take a here. break from chain of the week because okay. I feel like I'm cheating on Peter. Okay, if we don't do it together, because this is our potty. Baseball gets, players are so fucking loyal. So excited when you start talking about chain of the yeah, week too. Like, it's it's, it's kind of his it's his thing to to watch me get all fired up. So I, I don't want to. This is classic Gars for those listening. Gars is the most loyal bro. You've ever seen. He's just he has to look out for his boys, so yeah, he's bro. not he's not going to cheat on. I, I on can't Pete the Irish guy. All right. But I will start a new segment. Okay, and it's just record of the week, right? Okay, we talk about every week. We got a cool. There's a new rec. Someone breaks some record. Okay, good, bad, ugly, whatever. So pool host was last week, right? Pool host was last week, but right. that was a phenomenal one. I did a deep dive into that because sure. he deserves it. Right. This week it's just a nice little fun record. It's Edwin Jackson has now he's a relief pitcher. Okay, has now set. The major league record for most teams played for in his career. Oh damn, fourteen journeymen. How many league? How many teams are in the league? Thirty. Damn, he's got he's half. He's almost half. But you know that's a full testament because one, he's played fourteen years in the league, mm-hmm. and two, people think he's valuable enough 
to keep signing him. Right. And keep picking him up. He's, it's almost like he's playing at home every time he goes somewhere because he's been home there before. See, that's the silver lining I'm talking about, Brad. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's very comfortable in half of the ballparks because he's been home there before. You should write him a letter and tell him that. Maybe. Okay. We'll think about it. Well, that concludes my Titan High. That record of the week is a good little segment. That was a great segment. Micah is wearing out that audience clapping. Hey, can we thing. can we get the me 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 me? I've, I've got to get that next. You're talking about a frat horn, like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. I have is this. Let's see what else. The womp womp. That's not really very good. Yeah, I'll I'll work on it. We'll get some better yeah, sound effects for next week. We're working on it. Uh, we yeah, we definitely need one of those. The high porn. We'd be a fool not to have that. Uh, high porn. There we go. That let's talk awesome. just for a minute about uh, some mixed martial arts. If you follow us at Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram, you would have seen the full video of uh, our favorite Super Sage Northcutt getting knocked the fuck out in just mm. 29 seconds. Uh, the fight happened. If you're wondering why we posted it this morning, because he's fighting like in, in Singapore. It now, literally happened this morning. And it happened this morning. One fighting championship is the organization he's now fighting for. He used to be with the is UFC. It, is this your boy? Yeah, Super Sage. Oh, I'm tight. He's from uh, Houston area, Spring, I think. Uh, his dad is a known steroid dealer and uh, I believe convicted, and he is the most jacked psycho human in the world, a karate expert, the nicest person. I want to hate him, but we did an interview his, with his him. His father. No, he's talking him. now about his Sage. His dad was a dick to us, but Sage was legit like the nicest guy I've ever met, like r- unbelievably nice. Uh, he had won three UFC fights in a row. He's only 23 or 24 now. He was, he was like 19 when he fought in the UFC the first time. He was on a three-fight winning streak, and then he left like as a free agent and went to this one championship, uh, one championship fights, uh, fought Enter the Dragon in Singapore. That's the name of the event, Enter the Dragon. That which sounds is funny. tight. Uh, he got knocked the fuck out in 29 mm-hmm. seconds. Ooh. And uh, can't drop your hand. So I saw I saw the clip and I did not realize that was the entire duration of the fight. That's it. Yeah, like I posted on the on the story. I posted like whole full fight in, vi- in video. It's or, one slide. Yeah, it, it's twenty nine seconds. He got knocked <laughs> the fuck out. He he dropped his hands. I watched the announcer. It, his hands. You Ugh. should check out the video again on on Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. On the, the announcer stories. dropped something. To, oh no, oh, in the post. Too. Oh, it's in the post too. Uh, something about Daenerys. Uh, what's Targaryen, the, Targaryen yeah. dropped him like that or something, whatever that means. Uh, yeah, good you, reference there. Whatever Micah. you nerds are into, I don't know. We'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about Game of Thrones. In a you minute. sound so knowledgeable. He yeah. lost to some dude named Cosmo Alexander. Oh no, who's apparently a uh, uh, kickboxing champion and uh, had fought in Bellator. So Man, tough he, break for for he Sage. caught him with a hard right, right to the chin. Not many Cosmos in the world. Yeah, this Cosmo was a brutal. Kramer. This was, this one hurt to watch. Sage uh, got knocked the fuck out. Isn't he famous for ripping apples in half with yeah, his hands? Yeah, yeah, he went viral. One what does time it for mean? That. So you can see it. What does that mean? Isn't that <laughs> so, his statement? Yeah, yeah. So he said uh, he ripped and he did this video. He was like, "Hey guys, uh, check out this out. I'm gonna rip this apple in half." And then he ripped and he's like, "You guys uh, rip some apples, shoot it on video, tag it Super Sage, so I can see it." And there was just <laughs> something that was so funny about the way that he said, so yeah, so I can see it. Tag, tag it Super Sage so I can see so it. I can he see sounds it. like a nice guy. He's, he's incredibly nice. Although his dad was like mean mugging us too. His dad's a real fucking prick. Uh, but we're sorry about this. Him and the, <laughs> one championship, uh, fi- they signed three major UFC guys. They signed him, Eddie Alvarez, and uh, Mighty Mouse, uh, Demarius, uh, uh, whatever his name is. Targaryen. But, Targaryen, yeah. Uh Targaryen's the only one who's won. Uh, both 
Sage and Eddie Alvarez got knocked out in the fir- or finished in the first round in very embarrassing. Uh, Does that fashion. mean their careers with this organization is over, or will they get another chance? No, to get they'll knocked- get another chance. But yeah. it's like they were trying. They signed these former UFC guys because right, they're, they're based out of Asia, and they wanted to like they got bought by Bleacher Report or Bleacher Report and Turner have like a big agreement oh, with them. So they were like expecting nice. to go like mainstream in America and they signed these like American stars. And as soon as they did, they both got knocked out in the first round, their first fights. Not Ouch. great. Uh, there is a UFC fight night this weekend, uh, Saturday night, Rafael dos Santos fights Kevin Lee in the main event, which should be entertaining. That's Man, there's on a lot of fights out ESPN there. plus, uh, also on that card, backdoor cover favorite, Megan Anderson faces Ooh, someone called that? Felicia Spencer. She's such a fucking no-name that they don't even have a photo of her on the UFC website. Wow. Megan Anderson, on the other hand, daddy-like. Uh, I'm going to need some visual. She's like six-foot-tall Australian. Oh, this is this girl. She's heavily tatted, but she's... She looks scary. She's fine. But like in a good way. Yeah, daddy-like. It kind of depends on your personal preference, but yeah. Well, she is jacked and shredded. Yeah. All right, so you're watching this, Micah. I won't. Uh, maybe. We'll see. I have uh, other things to do. You know, Saturday night, your boy's got to get loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it. going to a karaoke bar. It's going to be lit. <laughs> Getting lady. <laughs> Which one? Uh, I'd rather. Well, I'm going to the highball. My friend's having a oh. birthday party. Oh, yeah. they'll have it on there. You can watch girls beat each well, other up and sing karaoke. So oh, yeah, ESPN Plus, not ESPN. Okay. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, there's, there's your fight. There's your uh, combat sports minute. Let's uh, move on a little bit because there's there's more to talk about. Speaking of uh, Targaryens and shit, Game of Thrones finale is Sunday. Are you guys watching? Oh yes. yeah, of course I'm watching. I'm I've been uh, a little disappointed with how this season has gone so far, along with I everyone else. Most in people the have yeah. yeah. But do you do you guys have a pick who for who will sit as they say on the Iron Throne? I'm picking I'm picking Sansa. You are. I'm going Sansa Stark. She's going to unite the North. With the rest of uh, the Seven Kingdoms. Well, it's pretty clear Arya is going to murder Targaryen now, right? Oh, ha- she has to. She has to. That's her new list because all the rest of her list just burned up. I wish I had a snore sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but We're why are working. people so pissed about the season so far? They're mad at like how Danny went crazy and killed everybody. Is the that arc, why? the arc of the characters is is what I'm reading. It's the arc and how they're they're basically killing off all characters, which is such a you know GOT. F- traditional style fashion yeah. but then they think they're ruining like every other character how they're just everyone basically is upset with the writing so my favorite part of this whole thing is that when they kicked Missandre or whatever her name is off the roof and killed her in front of danny well they cut her head off and she fell right and landed on whatever she got murdered in front of everybody ruthlessly everybody in america was like i'd fucking burn that city down if they did that to my friend i'd do all this and then she fucking burned that city down, and now everybody's like, she's a world war criminal, and like, it's just so dumb. It's like, war criminal. get the fuck out of here with this shit. Anyways. All right, well, yeah. there, there was your Game of Thrones preview, but but the thing that we should do here, oh, because we're also a gambling I gotta tell you podcast, who's gonna ride the throne, though. We'll, we'll get to this. Okay. okay. So, well, who's your pick? Who's your pick? Jon Snow. Okay, well, we're about Too to get easy. to this. So uh, our friends over at mybookie.ag, as you know, the best place to bet online, use promo code BDC. When you sign up and you'll get a bonus. Uh, you can bet the shit out of Game of Thrones. They've they got, got a lot of odds. We're going to run through all of them real quick. Okay. The, the fa- who do you think the favorite is to rule Westeros at the end of Season 8? Jon Snow. Uh, the Imp? It is Brian Stark. Oh, Bran. Or Bran. You Bran can't even Stark. read. 
Okay, Bran. That's not a real name. That's a fake fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> so Bran Stark is a minus 450 favorite, which is fucking very low numbers. Sansa Stark is your second favorite at plus 450. Okay. So $100 would win you 450 if Sansa ends up on the throne. I think Tyrion. Tyrion is the next favorite at yeah. plus 1500. John's or well, actually, I guess they're a little out of order here, but that's plus 1500. Jon Snow is plus 900. Mm. So he's one of the favorites as well. Bran, interesting. Uh Daenerys Targaryen's plus 2,000. Arya Stark is plus 3,500, which I don't know much about this show. In fact, I know almost nothing. Here's here's a theory for you fucking guys. Okay. Arya Stark is the one who, like, changes face and shit. Let's say... The the some motherfuckers on the on the throne and you're like oh my god I can't believe Bran made it to the fucking throne then all of a sudden like we snap our fingers and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. is Arya's that how that face works? is on there mm-hmm. yeah whatever the fuck that you well, no but that do. does that's she would have to kill Bran who's her brother to well, get maybe she already killed him though no I mean I, okay whatever who gives a shit uh, John and Denari's baby is plus five thousand <laughs> Sam like Samuel Tarly is plus seventy five hundred Hey when does this shit expire Brienne of Tarth is plus twenty thousand <laughs> Braun is plus twenty thousand I like I like Davos Seaworth is plus twenty thousand Jagan Hagar is that right uh, De- Dario Naharez is plus 50,000. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, I think that's probably why his odds are so bad. <laughs> and Tormund is plus 50,000. I, I, really, think he's I dead. really like these long odds here. Tormund's okay, probably here the we best go. character. Method in which Daenerys Targaryen perishes. Sword or dagger is a minus 600. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Survives is plus 300. Mm-mm. Axe is plus 800. Hanging plus 1,000. Takes own life is 1,000. Arrow plus 1,600. Physical force force. Plus two thousand. What does that count? At? What is physical force? Blunt force trauma. There's no blade like, or no nothing. It's yeah. just thrown against the wall. Or Poison okay. is plus twenty two hundred, and fire is plus sixty six hundred. It's well, going to be a, it's going to be a sword. Fire. So yeah, she actually yes, bad. that's actually true. All right. Will Jon Snow kill Daenerys Targaryen? Uh, yes, minus four fifty. No, plus two seventy five. So people expect Snow to kill Targaryen. Mm, it's it would be a a very difficult scene for most viewers if that was the case. But will we'll Stark see. die for, or which Stark will die first? Uh, Arya, Sansa, and Bran. Bran is the the biggest underdog here. Arya is most likely to die first. I think then it's Sansa Sansa's. then Bran. Yeah, mm. I think Sansa. I don't know what any of this shit means, but it's pretty <laughs> funny. Will Tyron Lannister survive? Tyrion. Ty- whatever, fucker. <laughs> will he survive the end of season eight? Yes, minus five hundred. Mm. No, plus three fifty. Yeah, he'll 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 be he'll be around. And not a lot of value if you bet yes, but if you bet no, got a chance. Will Grey Worm perish in the final episode? Minus three hundred for no, plus two hundred for yes. So he's likely to die. Maybe. Yeah, he's dying with Danny. Who will perish first, Jon Snow or or Bran Stark? Hmm. And I don't then think one. the the final uh, the final one you can bet here is who will die first, Arya Stark or Sansa Stark. I mean, those Arya, are pretty much even odds. Yeah, Arya, Arya puts her, herself in the line of line of fire a lot, so I, I'd take her. There you have it. Well, there you have it. That's that, those are your Game of Thrones odds, only available on mybookie.ag. They're not even paying us for this, but you should go there and you should sign <laughs> up. Uh, use promo code BDC. This is purely organic. It really is. Yeah, we should we should send them this. Let them know we're looking we're looking out for our friends at mybookie.ag. Uh, call our hotline 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. We don't have any calls this week. Uh, I'd like to have some. We played the one from Will earlier this week. 
Uh, call in 800-392-6344. Feel better, feel better, Will. Uh, that's pretty much it. You should follow the Instagram at Backdoor Cover Podcast. Follow Brad at Bradley B. Key. That's right. On Instagram. We just Twitter. launched a Buttercut Podcast. Yeah, the uh, Buttercut. Instagram. Yeah, tell them where the people can find that. At the Buttercut Podcast. Yeah, Come it's good stuff. It. Lots of good PGA Championship stuff. Uh, Elgars, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, on uh, Instagram at Tight and High. Yeah, there we go. We're, at Tight and High. We're still, we're still, uh, we got, we got the name set up. We're it's still looking on. It's uh, putting some pictures together. We're still getting it all set up. But I agree. Hit me with That's follow. good. You, you should, yeah, hit it with follow. We appreciate that. And uh, follow me at Michael Weiner. M I C A H W I E N E R. If you need a mattress, here's another free plug. Go to lisa.com slash BDC. They're running a Memorial Day uh, deal right we now. We did go no ads this episode, Yeah, this didn't is we? totally ad-free. Yeah. Well, uh, it was. Now it's free ads. We now always ads. talk about, Lisa, if you've been thinking about pulling the trigger, now is the time. You save 15% and you get two free pillows. And the pillows are tight. lisa.com slash BDC. That's it. This has been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. We'll be back next week. Mm, check out Mind of Micah. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.